everyone, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Simmerly. I'm a certified transformational coach working with mompreneurs to double their income and balance that juggling act. Well, today on my show, I have a really special guest. My guest name is Elena Rarig, and she is from the beautiful state of Ohio. She's a nine-time published author. She's developed seven academies multiple personal development programs. She's the mother of four and wife to one. Elena, please welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you very much for having me. Super excited to be here with you tonight. Well, I am super excited to have you. Uh, You have, man, you have got quite the busy schedule and quite the life. And you are just an amazing, amazing woman. And my goal today is for my listeners to really hear a lot about what you've accomplished, but not just what you've accomplished, but being the other important part, the wife and the mother. So I want to turn this over to you for a moment, and I want you to tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and the business that you have. All right, fantastic. Well, I think that it's the wisest decision on my part to start a little bit at the beginning because I am in my mid-30s, and I have accomplished quite a bit in my life. So When I was around 12 years old, my dad, he began paying me to read books. And they were not just any old books. These books were on business, life, and spirituality. And trust me, at 12 years old, I thought dad was a complete moron. You know, why would he have me be reading these stupid books that I don't understand? Well, within about a year's time, it just became a way of life for me. So I, of course, I've written nine books and developed programs and academies because I was raised a lot different than most children. Um, I, I was raised in a little bit of a stricter home, but yet we still had a lot of fun, but definitely business minded. My parents are entrepreneurs. I really, entrepreneurship chose me. I, I really didn't know another way. So I started in the family business per se. And that was with network marketing. And I realized that I was doing it because I was good at it, but I didn't like it at all. And so it was in, when I turned 30, I said, you know what? What am I doing with my life? I am doing network marketing and it's not me. And I went back to what I always knew in my soul, what I should be doing. And that was public speaking, writing books, and developing programs and so I just started my adventure around the age of 30. And before you know it, here I am in my mid-30s. And the programs that I developed made their ways into prisons and high schools. So I spent about a year teaching it to where now the prison themselves, they teach my programs to the inmates. But once I got into the prison, people started asking me, how did you develop a program? How did you get it in the prison? How do you write books? And I it started off just, oh, well, here, I'll help you, you know, and then I realized more and more people wanted my help, and so that's where the seven academies came in. And so really what I do is I teach people how to do what I do. So we have, we actually have eight academies, but one of them, one of my members, my clients, he actually created it, and so we lease it from him for, because our members need it. But the first academy it started with was public speaking. But then I realized as a public speaker, you have to have a book. 
So there came the Author and Publication Academy. And then, well, now we have to know how to market that book. So there came the Strategic Book Marketing Academy. And then it was the Coaching and Consulting Academy and the Empire Academy and, and everything that people need as an author, a public speaker, a coach, or a consultant. We have all the academies to really help them to become successful in those industries. And another reason I offer so many is because I went through that phase where I need to you know, get my training for public speaking. So I got that out of London. And then I realized I needed a book. So then I'm hiring another coach. And before you know it, I spent thousands and thousands of dollars hiring all these different people to help me. And I thought, this is crazy. Why not just offer all of this content in one spot so other people don't have to hire all these people like I have? So you know, over the last year or so, I really have taken all of the training that I've learned, all the experiences that I've had, and put it together in one platform and help people to do what I do. Well, I have to say, that is a very smart idea, and I'm sure your clients, as well as so many other potential clients, um, really can appreciate all the hard work and effort that you've put into that. I know for myself, it's been, um, I can relate to that. You go from one coach to one training to another to another, um, and you do. You, you accumulate um, a wealth of knowledge, and that's uh, very empowering in so many different ways to be able to put all that content into one place. So I'm sure you, all of your uh, clients can say thank you so very much. Well, let me yes. ask you, Alina, what do you love most about what you do? What I love most is watching people succeed. I, one of my mottos I tell my clients is, if you don't succeed, then I don't succeed. And if you need me for years and years to come, then I haven't done my job. So I really love to watch my clients get excited when they learn something new. I love receiving their messages that they send me, telling me how much my content has helped them. And just you know, hearing about a client who got a really awesome speaking engagement, um, you know, one of them's in Cabo, and you know, just going all over. I love watching them and remembering where they started when they hired me. I love the transformation. Mm. I was just going to say a lot of that personal growth and transformation that happens with another person, isn't it? It is. I absolutely love watching it. Uh, I think that's one of the things I've loved most about um, my life and my journey is. Again, that, that transformation that happens to women when they have that aha moment and realize that um, power that they have within them. So thank you. Um, you know, we did mention, I, I just want to go back to one thing because I feel like um, when we talk about where we have come from and how we got there, you mentioned something about, you know, you were 30 years old and you weren't, you felt like it was not me. And you said something to the effect of a feeling in your soul. I would love to just, if you could elaborate on that just a little bit more, and the reason why is I have talked to many women over the years and have clients who are feeling that place of almost not belonging, like they're not feeling that real authentic self, and I'm wondering if that's part of what you are feeling. Absolutely. Going back to my dad paying me to read these books, I, like I said, I thought he was a complete moron until I got my hands on a Joyce Myers book. And I, I think I've read almost every one of her books. I started following her on TV. And I 
remember being 13, 14 years old saying, I'm going to be the next Joyce Myers when I grow up. I'm going to write books, and I'm going to teach God's Word and, and speak and, and do conferences, and I was going to do that. Well, when I turned 18, like I said, network marketing was a thing, and I was good at it because, of course, my father trained me, and he was number one in the company, you know, and, and by my mid-20s, I was number one in the company. So I was really good at it. They were flying me all over, paying me to speak. But the thing is, I was speaking to sell. And mm. I didn't like that. And I, it was one conference that I was at. The motivational speaker had flight issues. And the owner of the company said, Elena, can you fill in the spot? Can you speak motivational? And I was like, oh, yeah, this is really what I've always known I was born to do, you know, since I was a teenager. And from that moment on, I walked off the stage and I quit. And trust me, I made so many people upset because I walked away from what I call the scripted life. And that's actually one of the things I teach in my program. It's my, this program is called your 5D Transformation System, and there's a whole lesson on the scripted life. You know, the government lays our life out for us. You know, go to preschool, go to school for 13 years, play sports, go, graduate, go to college, get a 9 to 5, work for 40 years, retire, and then go be a door greeter at Walmart or go golfing. You know, when do we stop and we choose our life and really listen to what it is that we were created to do? And it, it really goes back to asking our own children. You know, I hear so many parents say, what do you want to be when you grow up? You want to be a doctor, a lawyer? And they give them pretty much a list to choose from. And instead, why, when do we stop back and say, what were you created to do? Listen to that inner voice. It doesn't matter what the rest of the world is doing. It can be totally different, unique. If people are laughing at you, it doesn't matter. It's when you know in your soul, this is what you were born to do. And that's what we have to listen to. And it's really sad because I, I see so many people who have that. They, they really they hear that inner voice. They hear what's in that soul. But fear, fear stops them because it's not normal. Um, what they're feeling doesn't seem normal to them. And they're too scared to step out. And so, you know, if I could do anything on this call, I really would encourage people to, to listen to that inner voice and, and make that commitment to Make, you know, transform your dreams into a reality. I could not agree with you more. I feel like you're speaking my words. <laughs> and that's what I talk about all the time, too, so thank you. And um, it's interesting that you referred to that um, network marketing and that scripted life. And, um, you know, I can remember several years ago when I um, made that decision to resign, it was for a very similar reason. Um, it was the scripted life. I was really good at what I was doing, you know, I was in that top percent too. And I remember thinking to myself, this is not what I'm supposed to be authentically doing for myself. And when I made that transformation, my, um, my motto <laughs> was about the same time as that wonderful movie Frozen came out. And uh, <laughs> I can remember just singing Let It Go all the time. And just, uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be free. So I, I just love the... Um, the strength in your voice and the conviction because, um, again, ladies or gentlemen, if you're listening to this uh, interview today, that is so true. Follow that inner voice. Be who you are meant to be. Phew, powerful. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> you know, I want to add one little thing to that, if you don't mind. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. when I walked away, when I was number one in the company, I was being flown all around to speak. The day I decided to walk away, Matt, I was walking away from the income because as soon as your leader quits, your team crumbles. And I knew that was going to happen. And people literally thought I was crazy. And over time, within, within a year, my team crumbled. And we were left broke, you know, living off of just my husband's income. And in fact, we've had friends bring us food. We ate a lot of rice and Raymond noodles. And that's when people will really think you're crazy. How do you walk away from that lifestyle and go to being broke to follow a, a childlike dream is what most people would say. You know, mm-hmm. but when you know in your soul that you're supposed to be doing something else, Everything is worth it. You know, it, the money, you know, your dream comes before money, before anything, because you know without a shadow of a doubt that it's what you need to be doing to be happy. And at the end of the day, you want to be able to look back on your life and say, I did it, and I lived the life I wanted to live. You know, so um, sometimes you've got to step down in order to go back up. Absolutely. You know, the, um, we'll just add that last thing. Anything worth doing? is not necessarily going to be easy, but it will be worth it in the long run. Shoot, I just feel like everything you've said is everything I have put in the podcast the last few weeks. Have you been listening? Was that what you were doing? <laughs> no, not yet. Actually, you just sent me the podcast link, so I'm, I'm subscribing. <laughs> I'm going to start. <laughs> well, you know, again, everybody, the, the thing is we want this show to be um, inspirational for everyone on so many different levels, and it really is a show about where you design the life of your dreams. And I just love all the words from Elena, and I do hope that you'll even stop this right here and rewind it and listen to her again because um, she speaks truth. So, Elena, let's shift gears for just a minute. We've talked about your business and the empowerment that you give others. Um, let's shift gears to what it's like being the mom. And, you know, if you know anything about me, I'm a big advocate about women and the space that we create for our families. And it's really important to also do some self-care. So with that being said, let's start with um, taking care of you. How do you unplug and step away? Well, I learned the hard way. And I think most people who are entrepreneurs were probably a lot of headstrong. And we tend to learn the hard way. So trust me, I've been to hell and back with not taking care of myself. And that's when we wake up and go, okay, time to take care of me. Well, first off, luckily, I have a wonderful husband who his love language is touch. So he loves to massage me. So I get a massage every night. It's amazing. So that is a really, really great, great thing that um, if, you, if you don't have a husband that's massaging you, definitely go and, and it's worth paying to go get a massage. The detox and how great it feels really, really helps you relax. But the other thing that I do when I shut my day down, and, and let me digress for just a moment because that needs to be talked about is shutting your day down. Entrepreneurs, a lot of, a lot of times I see them, they're pretty much on call 24-7. Their cell phone is their business line. They're responding to emails and text messages, and they're not separating their work from their personal life. And this is what I learned the hard way was I had to get a new 
phone number for my business, and my office hours are 8 to 5, period, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Nobody can get a hold of me after hours. I will not respond to an email or a text, and I even set my email to an automated response saying, we're closed for business hours, you know, we'll open back on time. You know, so really as an entrepreneur, if you, if you had a brick-and-mortar business, there would be closing time. Just because you're working out of your house or a home office doesn't mean that you can't have closing time. So make sure you do that. Very, very important. So when I shut my office down, the most important thing that, that me and my husband need for our strong marriage, because if I don't have a strong marriage, then I don't have a strong atmosphere for my children, and then my business crumbles. So it's all important to have it all in order. So when I shut my business down, my husband's getting off of work and coming home, and we have a 20-minute date. So the kids know. Like We literally put a lock on the um, – how do I say this, on the inside of the garage door going into where we, you would walk into our laundry room so the kids can't come out. <laughs> so we, we literally lock ourselves in the, if it's the um, garage or if it's nice outside right now, it's really nice out, so we sit outside. But we literally lock ourselves away and we focus that 20 minutes on how was your day and, you know, if there's any – lingering problems in the marriage, that's when we talk about it, and anything that we need to talk about, that's our time, and that helps us just rewind and, and come down from the day, and then we are on the same page, and we're good parents going in, and we can have our family dinner and, and be valuable to our children. So that, that is the most important thing to me, you know, just shutting the business down and making sure you're on, this, on the right page with your spouse, because then everything else will function. I love that. I love that. Shut your day down. And I, I really can appreciate you going into a little bit more detail um, because I'm sure there are other listeners on there who are those true entrepreneurs who are on call 24-7. And you're absolutely right. That's not healthy for you either. Um, well, I, love the auto re- I love the auto response email. How brilliant because you're right. If you had a brick-and-mortar business, you would be closed. Well, and think about also, I mean, if you are on call 24-7, you look desperate for business. You don't even look professional. But if you, if you're, hey, I have closing time, you know, that makes you more valuable. And then people respect your time. And if you can't respect your time, nobody else will respect your time, and you'll lose your mind. You know, so, so respecting yourself and respecting your family even. I mean, there's a lot of nights that, I literally won't even get my phone out of my purse until the next morning because I don't even want my own mama to call me. You know what I mean? I just need to be with my family. And so it's just really important to respect that time. And, and you're, you're not only respecting yourself, you're respecting your family, and you're showing them that you value them over a, somebody you could make a dollar off of. Well, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's what a lot of women don't realize, too, is – when you're working from home and you have that cell phone out or that computer out all the time, what are you teaching your kids? What are they learning? Monkey, monkey see, monkey do. That's exactly right. Monkey see, monkey do. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I can appreciate um, the, or your other tip that you gave um, about your locking yourself with your spouse for 20 minutes every day um, creates good communication, allows you to have that chance to rewind, 
and allows you both to be more functional and be good parents. I think that's really yes, key it, for a lot of people. It is. And, you know, I say 20 minutes, but, you know, marriage is marriage. And being parents, mm-hmm. you know, problems arise. There have been times we've been out there for 45 minutes because we weren't going to walk away until we figured it out because we didn't want a lingering problem. It's that don't go to bed angry. Don't mm-hmm. start your evening angry or, or in mm-hmm. discord, you know. So um, when I say 20 minutes, that's like the bare minimum. But, you know, if you need mm-hmm. 45 minutes, if you need an hour, you've you got to remember that you've got to be on the same page with your spouse to make everything else function. So you've got to give that time. And, and moreover, your kids, like we said, monkey see, monkey do, our kids see how valuable our relationship is and that we're willing to put each other before them. And so they'll then have a spouse who they will have that same alignment with and have a happy marriage. So it's really important. Couldn't agree with you more. That's why I always talk about my, my kids always come up in conversation and I talk about um, – you know, the monkey see, monkey do, but my older ones are married and the oldest one has uh, children. And I had somebody not long ago tell me, oh, you have such a good son and you know, he's got a great wife. And I said, because they have watched two parents who do just what you're talking about, you know, putting each other first, um, being on the same page, going through trials, but sticking together and working things through. Um, so it does, it does pay back when your kids get older. So everybody, please listen to that. Hey, I'm curious, Alina, what do you do for fun? Oh, for fun. What do I do for fun? <laughs> I, love, I love vacations. I love to travel. So I probably do more traveling than most just for the kicks and giggles. I don't do a lot of travel for business anymore because I just don't want to. I spent most of my 20s <laughs> doing that. So I like to be home. But I love to just get away with the family, even if it's, you know, going camping for the weekend or going down to the lake, um, whatever that is. But a lot of times, you know, we just sit out back by our pool. I love lighting the tiki torches and watching the kids play around the yard. And sometimes we get a good family game of kickball to where we're all nice and dirty and sweaty and we run and jump in the pool. So that's one of our favorites. Um, We like to jump in the pool with our clothes on after a good game of kickball. But... um, (laughs) I'm a talker, obviously, and I love to teach, so I love just sitting one-on-one and talking with my children about life, you know, like my dad did with me, um, reading with them and teaching. And we also do date nights with the kids, so each kid gets a special date night with just mommy every month and then with just daddy every month. And so we let them pick. And, and you know, sometimes, well, a lot of times we make dates where you don't even have to spend money because we don't want to instill that in our kids either that you always have to be spending mm-hmm. money to have fun. So sometimes it's, we're going to take a bike ride or go down to the park or something small. So, um, yeah, I really just like to hang out and chill, watch them play, and sometimes me play too. Uh, you know, I can just picture it right now, and I'm going to guess, and if you have anything else to put in here, by all means, um, you know, part of the show, we always talk about what it's like to juggle, be the mom, be the entrepreneur, and how how do you do kids? And it sounds like that's exactly how you have your answer for quality time, that one-on-one date night with mom. And I love how you also do it one-on-one date night with dad. How special is that? Yes, and and that one's a little harder because – in all honesty, I had to talk to him. It probably took a couple years till he finally got it because the one was old enough. It was our third child, 
she was the first one to mention it actually, but she's a, she's she's a daddy and mommy's girl, fifty fifty, but mm -hmm. um, more daddy's girl than the most of the kids. And she brought it up. She's like, why doesn't daddy ever do it with us? And I said, okay, now I'm not taking no for an answer. But now he, he regrets that he never did. He didn't realize how important it was, and he didn't realize how much fun he would have with it. You know, mm -hmm. so it, if you have a, a spouse that isn't as into it, just I know we're not supposed to be pushy on our spouse, but keep on pushing because it's worth that fight for your children. <laughs> so, you know, keep on trying to get that. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, how old are your children at this point in time? Oh, goodness, there's four. Can I remember? Yes. Um, six. They are six, eight, ten, and 13. And there's something really special about those younger three because it's six, eight, and ten, but they're all born in May. So mm -hmm. it's like Christmas time twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I have two in the same month, too, so I, I can relate to that one. Well, that's really yes. exciting. You know, I want to just shift a little bit more and talk about some challenges um, because as every woman knows who either is looking at starting a business or perhaps she's listening and she's, you know, maybe just got started and she has the kids, what are some or what is a specific challenge that you may have had that you can remember um, that you had some learning to do from it? My biggest challenge in life, I don't care if it's as a mother or as a business person, is patience patience and I'm gonna I think we can all relate to patience as a mother sometimes especially if you have four children like me um, but I want to talk more about the business side of having patience because in a world where everything is I call it fast food whether it's it's actually fast food or fast internet or fast cars fast boys whatever it is <laughs> we want fast we want fast everything has to be quick we're rushing our toddlers along to, to walk faster, to, to learn quicker, to, you know, everything. Slow down. Slow down. Quick. People want quick and easy. And sadly, it is the way that a lot of our brains have been trained because of all the quickness around us. And we see other entrepreneurs who are successful, and we think that they did it quick and easy, and we think that it happened overnight for them. And it doesn't. And I think if that is a lot of frustration and struggle if if people can learn to just slow down and take literally take one day at a time and say it might be 5 years from now or 10 years from now that it's finally going to make it it's finally going to become successful because think about if you wanted to be a school teacher you're going to school for 4 years you're going to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars not even mentioning the 13 years you spent in school from K through 12. So you have all these years of education, and now you can go be a teacher, but yet people want to own their own business, make thousands of dollars, enough to sustain a family and, and work from home, and they think it's going to happen overnight. Like, that's crazy, and that will cause you so much frustration. So just taking a step back, and knowing that it can take you four to ten years before your business finally makes it. And proof of seeing this, when you see people business jumping, one, one year they're selling Mary Kay, the next year they're selling Rodent and Fields, and the next year they're selling jewelry, they can't stick with anything long enough to actually make it work. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely. So, Absolutely. you know, what, I love that whatever, life lesson. I love it. Yeah. yeah, whatever's in your soul, you know it's what you're supposed to be doing. So just because you're not seeing profound results in two to four years doesn't mean it's time to quit or take another path. Stick on what you know inside and keep on going because it will eventually work. So having that patience. I love that tip. So have patience. What a great life lesson along with a personal challenge. Thank you so much for sharing. And, you know, I had someone else I spoke to, and she called this the immediacy syndrome. I think that was the word that she used. The, um, the immediate gratification that our kids are, um, well, our society has right now. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said stay focused. It will happen. So have some patience. Well, as we wrap up our time together, Elena, um, I always like to look into the future because we as human beings, women, mothers, and businesswomen, we're always a work in progress. I've always heard and I truly believe that the only constant is change and that if we're not growing, we're essentially dying inside. So for you, knowing that it's always a process, what is one thing that you would like to change or improve in the future that you feel would benefit you with an even more successful um, life balance with that family and the business and the career? Well, my initial response, it's not my golden answer, but my initial response is more sleep. (laughs) But we could probably all use that every now and again. Um, but no, my my real my real answer is you know one of the the big thing that I do with my company called Transform is I help people to transform their business into an empire. So to explain the difference, a business you just bought yourself a nine to five, and so you know we go into being an entrepreneur because we want more time, which is an acronym. So it's time, impact, money, and excitement. That's really what we want. But we start businesses and we have less of all of that. And so an empire gets you to a point where you have a, a big company that not necessarily employees. I, I, I try to stay away from employees. I love subcontractors though. But where it's running more on autopilot so you're not trading time for dollars. That's when you really have an empire and that's my network marketing background. And it's why I love network marketing because it's a residual. And now I didn't maintain it. I walked away from it, so that residual left. But getting to a place where you just have to maintain the business. And so where I'm at is I'm definitely got the residual and I'm doing that, but I'm getting to a a stage or I've been getting to a stage the last couple months where I don't do what I don't want to do. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs do that because, oh, well, I can make a quick 25 bucks here or a quick $50 there. And so before you know it, they're creating a flyer for this person or doing this for this person, and they're doing things that, man, I never knew I, had, I was going to be doing that, you know, but I need that extra $25. So staying for that big picture, why did you decide to do what you're going to do? Every single company, I could look at any company and find a residual in your company, and that's a big reason why people hire me because I help them find and create the residual. And so that means you know, if you want to take 10 days to go on vacation and you want to shut your phone off and not talk to any clients or do anything, you can, and you're still going to be making money. So 
Um, and that's, that's that self-care, you know, taking care of yourself, taking that time away. You can do that. So where I'm at right now is there's a couple of more areas that I really want to clean up of I don't want to do that anymore. So that is, those are those last few areas I'm cleaning up right now. And I think in about three to six months, it's going to be all structured exactly, one, how I teach my clients to do it, and even better for myself. I love it. I don't want to do that anymore. Those are great ending words right there. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so, Elena, I want to make sure that, because um, your information, of course, is going to be up on the, web, on the website with your interview. Uh, but for the moment, if there is any last information that you'd like to pass along to my listeners, whether it be the name of your business or how to contact you, um, I'd love for you to give that information now. Absolutely. I'm going to leave with one final thought, and that is, if you went into business so you could have more time, impact, money, and excitement, and if, you're, if you have less of that stuff, then that is your key to know that transformation needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So really take some time and self-reflect on what can you do different to have more time, impact, money, and excitement in your life. And then to contact me, the phone number is 910-688-3700. My website is elenarerigtransform.com. So my email is elena at elenarerigtransform.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. And remember, everybody can find that on the website with Elena's information. Elena, thank you so much for your powerful words, your inspiration, your great story. Uh, thank you so much for taking your time out tonight. Uh, I do hope that you had a good time. I did. You're super fun to talk to. I always enjoy our conversation. So thank you for having <laughs> me. <laughs> Thanks, Elena. And everyone, um, thank you for tuning in today because we always appreciate your time. And uh, if you found that this content was valuable or if you found it interesting, please share it with your best friends. Pass it along. Help somebody else make a difference. And, of course, rate it for the five-star because it really does make a difference. And this is Rhonda Simrelli, your coach, your host, and I will see you next week. <laughs>